Your day has just begun. But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Are you ready? On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Hashtag Utah Jazz. This is just a job. This is what we do. We take it seriously. We love Joe and we love what he does on the court. But, you know, man to man, you know, we get to see that happen and we feel for him and want him to be healthy and play with us. But, you know, business-wise, we got to win. We got to find ways to win without him for whatever period of time that may be. The Utah Jazz gearing up for life after Joe Ingles, at least for the rest of this season. We'll see where it goes. The Jazz have lost five in a row. They have lost 11 of the last 13. And now they got to prep for the Denver Nuggets. It's official. Joe's torn his ACL. Who was that talking? He's out for the year. Rudy Gay. Rudy Gay. Didn't recognize that voice. So who gets those minutes? Who provides the shooting? Who provides the ball handling? Yes. What? There's no one individual. You're looking for a specific individual? Will Rudy Gay get a little more playing time? Everyone. I just said it. Did you not hear me? I heard you. Because you were struggling to hear the other thing, so well, I was wondering Mike if you got Conley. a little ear problem there going on. No, I don't. Your hairdo looks nice. You're really glad to have me back. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I am. At least we know how highly you think of yourself. I'm back, and you're ecstatic. Because you get to make fun of me. <laughs> you asked a question. I wasn't I the only an one having a problem figuring it out. Figuring what out? You just said. Who's going to get the minutes? <sighs> or what were we talking about? Whose voice that was? Oh, oh, gotcha. It's everybody. It can't be everybody because they can't play eight guys at a time. They can't plug in four guys who yeah, play Joe. Yeah, but every time they lose, it's eight against five. <laughs> That's a fact. <laughs> Live that. No, I think they need a conscious. I can't count on one player. Because at least from the offensive end, Joe's game is so diversified. Yep. I mean, I mean am I going to ask Rudy Gay to turn the left side and go down and look? Do I fake? Uh, do I throw in a corner? Do I lob? Do I do that layup thing? No, obviously he doesn't do that. But can he replace some of the threes that Joe might make? Yes. Can Conley turn the corner and do some of those things that Joe does? Yes. But they can't ask more minutes out of Conley it's without risking his hamstring. It's It's about asking for more production. Well, it's about minutes also. I don't think so. They'll, they'll have the minutes. They'll play 240 minutes irregardless, whether yes. Joe's there or not. So, no. It's, but it's they about, can't ask Conley to play more of those I'm minutes. not asking for minutes. I'm asking for production. Well, you're going to need both. Someone I, will get the extra minutes. But they will minutes. get the minutes. That, that's but they will exact, not get, no, but they will not get the them. extra minutes from Conley. I don't think they can play Conley more. I don't care. But he, <laughs> he can do more. If he does more and he plays 15 minutes a game and he does more, that's where I'm after. I'm not after. The minutes will be there. You you have to play, guys. That's a given. And so Pascal and Forrest are the ones who will get more minutes, probably. But if they don't give me more production, who cares if they get more minutes? Joe is, is 34 and has an expiring contract. 
That was where everyone thought the Jazz might go for a trade. What other assets do they have for a trade? They still have his expiring contract. Yeah, but... I know, a lot lot fewer people willing to take that on. It's got to be a straight money deal. No basketball now. Right. Well, the Jazz front office will figure that out. Well, the Jazz try to figure out the Nuggets tomorrow night at 8 o'clock. DJ and PK. Hashtag NBA. Curry throws to Thompson. Left alone in transition and it's an above the break. Three, nothing but net for the Splash Brother. Curry wins the tip. Curry stole the tip. Gets it back from Clay Thompson. The three, good from the sideline. Even Curry's impressed with that one. Dort behind the Baisley screen. Look for Darius on the pick and pop. Never materialized. And so Lou will take it all the way himself and throw down for two. Highlights from around the NBA. The Warriors beat the Rockets 122-108. to Notable for Steph Curry going berserk in the fourth quarter. He had 21 in the fourth. He finished with 40 in the game as the Warriors win again. Well, I'm just grateful that they now have the draft because could you imagine the starting backcourt in the West of John Morant and Steph Curry? They're too small. Man, Whew. Good thing. I don't see how you can draft both those guys. John Morant and the Grizzlies lost to the 76ers. No MB, no problem. Tyrese Maxey goes nuts. But Andre Drummond, 23 friggin' boards. 33 points for Maxey. He played to his Maxey. Right there, man, I'll tell you. Another Kentucky guy. And, yeah, those guys can ball. I've said that for years, obviously. And you win without Joel? That's a big win without Joel. That's fact. I assumed when I saw him out, they were going to be in trouble. But they won it in overtime. 122-119. That's a bad loss for Memphis. Arguably the best player in the league is not there. And yet they lose. Yeah. And Desmond Bain went for 34 points and 7 rebounds in He's that the overtime. Bane of the Jazz team. existence, yes, that's I for know. sure, that's man. Going to stick in everybody's craw every time they see him have a game like that. Desmond Bain's going to pick up the production in minutes from Joe Ingles. Let's see how that's going to work. All right. As a bouquet. That'd be great, but I don't see that happening either. The Blazers' woes continue. They lose in Oklahoma City. 98-81. They're nine games under 500. <laughs> the Celtics going to make a trade? What? They keep going sideways. They got to win. They beat what the am Heat. My woge here. They beat the Heat. They beat the Heat by thirty. They're two games over five hundred. Oh yeah, the Heat set about like ten guys yeah. out and play. All right, there is the NBA. DJ and PK. Hashtag college basketball. Couple big sky games last night. Weber State holds off a late push by Eastern Washington. They win 90 to 84. Southern Utah with a big second half beats Northern Arizona 78-66. Southern Utah, Weber State, the two Montana schools, those four teams pulling away the class of the big sky in a little more than a month. We'll see how that big sky tournament shakes out. Who gets the NCAA tournament bid? Weber State, though, with the lead right now. By game over those other three schools. Utah State tonight right here on The Zone. They are hosting Air Force. That game tips off at 7 o'clock. 
Scotty G will have the pregame show beginning at 6.30. Ready for another low-scoring, grinding affair tonight? Oh, you just looked at Air Force and figured that's what it's got to be? Yeah. Isn't that what it was last time they played? You tell me, man. You're all things all people. I don't remember. I think Air Force scored 49 points in that game. Did they win? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I know. And it was because uh, people were comparing the offensive output with a football team, which was like, what was it, 48 to 44 or something? Right. And so they were making fun of that because it was the first game. So football was still very much on our minds, college football anyway. And so people were laughing about that, that uh, the football team scored more points than the basketball team, which you know, shouldn't happen, normally does not happen. Both those teams are 3-5 and five in conference coming into that game. Air Force won that game 49-47. We'll see what happens tonight. Scotty G, 6.30 with the pregame, 7 o'clock with the tip right here on The Zone. Hashtag, hashtag NFL. You know, it's a good week for me, and I'm just still going through the process that I said I was going through. So sometimes it, it takes some time to really evaluate how you feel and what you want to do. And, and uh, I think when the time's right, I'll be ready to make a decision one way or another, just like I said last week. <laughs> That's Tom Brady. He says he has not decided to retire, although ESPN is reported as sticking by it and doing segment after segment on show after show about Brady retiring. You watch ESPN a lot, huh? on right now. See how long before they have another Brady retirement segment up there. Yeah, let me know. Well, whatever he decides, I'm fine with it. I'd love to see him play, but gotta go sometime. The Rams and the Bengals getting ready for the Super Bowl, seeing if they can get their guys ready. Tyler Higby, Rams tight end, MCL sprain, might miss the Super Bowl. Bengals tight end, CJ Uzuma, saw him in street clothes in the second half after he hurt his knee. The Bengals, upbeat. Initial tests on his knee say it's simply a sprained MCL. So they both have sprained MCLs, and one is being cast as negative, and he might not be able to play, and the other is positive, but it seems like they're in roughly the same spot. See how that shakes out for those guys as you get to the game. NFL coaching hires, Josh McDaniels to the Raiders. Been rumored and speculated. It's official. He's introduced. Wonder can he be a Bill Belichick? Now he's from the offensive side, not the defensive side, but didn't go well the first time, but was rather successful the second time. Will the Raiders do well with a former Bronco coach after the Broncos did very well and won two Super Bowls with a former Raider coach about 20 years ago? He's back to the AFC West for a second shot. You shrugging on all the other uh, the other hires? Anybody jump out at you or? Wait and see mode as always. Yeah. Does anybody... Is there such a thing as a sure thing? No. Uh, especially with these guys we haven't seen be a head coach before. You might have stronger feelings if we we're talking about Harbaugh leaving Michigan for a job. And Supposed to interview with Minnesota today. Right. And the early speculation was... on ESPN. Early speculation was Raiders and Bears, and neither one of those things happened. But see if it happens with the Vikings. What is Trending is brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. There's no job too big or too small. Get the personal touch with Shamrock Plumbing. Call them at 801-295-1690. That's Shamrock Plumbing. Coming up this morning, 
Ken Pomeroy, KenPom.com, 8 o'clock. Talk to him about all things NCAA basketball, see what he thinks of teams as the tournament shapes up and what kind of damage BYU has done to their seating over the last week with two losses on the road and what kind of help they could provide themselves with two home games against USF and Gonzaga coming up. And Andy Bailey covers the NBA for Bleacher Report. Trade deadline coming up. We'll talk to him about the Jazz and what they might be able to do now that Joe Ingles is hurt. That's at 9.05. we got tickets to see the Jazz play the Warriors February 9th. we got a couple of tickets, a couple of pairs of tickets to give away, and we will do that later in the show coming up at 8.30 and 9.30. Also, in about 15 minutes, we're going to qualify someone for the TV we're giving away. Got a brand new big screen TV to give away. Bigger than yours? Uh, I don't know exactly how big it is. Because you got a big one. Uh, not no. <laughs> what do you mean? You just shrunk it? No, times have changed. Did you what go swimming? Was, what was once considered. <laughs> it's a cold lake, man. <laughs> George Costanza. <people. laughs> how do you, if you have a big screen TV, you got one. Unless you threw it away, you still got one. That don't make no sense. You don't have it anymore. It used to be considered a big TV. Now, 50-inch TVs are a dime a dozen. Now, there's 70-inch TVs. There's 90-inch TVs. I don't know how big this TV is. (laughs) It's a brand new big screen TV, but I don't know exactly how big. So we'll have a qualifier coming up at 7.30 for that, and then we'll give away the Jazz and the Warrior tickets at 8.30 and 9.30. Stay tuned for all of that. DJ and PK, the question of the day is on the way right here on 97.5 and 12.80 The Zone. This is Unripe. You guys are doing a hell of a job. Quinton Ganther, running back coach for the University of Utah. We want to be the best in the country, you know, and, and, and I don't want to say that lightly. I mean, that's that's the goal that I'm setting. I mean, I know I know what it looks like to play at the next level. I know what it'll look like to play at the college level, and I'm going to set the bar to where if we are the best in the country, that means as a group, as a whole, that means if one man goes down, then we don't skip a beat, we keep going. You know, next man up mentality. And that's the mentality I want to bring to the group. And, you know, with being such a good group, I think those guys will accept the challenge and be willing to do it because we're all going to be fighting to get on the field, and there's only one football. you got to bring your best every day. That is unbelievable. Catch Unrivaled with Scott Mitchell and Alex Kieran. Weekdays from 3 to 7 on 97.5, 1280 The Zone. Powered by kslsports.com. Texas Toast is brought to you by Zero Res. Zero Res is the only carpet cleaner for a smarter, lasting clean. Zero Res is patented process uses only water to clean, meaning no crunchy carpets and a spot-free carpet that is safe for the whole family. Schedule your carpet cleaning today by calling 801-288-9376 or booking online at ZeroResSaltLake.com. If you're up north, it's ZeroResDavisWeber.com. Question of the morning, Joe Ingles finishes his contract season after suffering a torn ACL. If he is done with the Jazz, what's your favorite memory, and how should he be remembered? Got a bunch of good answers here. And I think Brian points out an important point that, as we discuss about it, it will end up being awkward. Brian says, he ain't dead. (laughs) Thank you, Brian. Because this will end up sounding like some kind of memorial service. But my favorite memories of him are holding the team together after Hayward left. Well, it has nothing to do with being dead. It's about possibly a decent, strong possibility that his jazz career is over. Right. That's what we're, we're not talking about death. His jazz career could be over. His NBA career could be over. 
He could move back to Australia. He could decide to sign a one-year contract with the Jazz, but there's a lot of well, other options out there where to offer him a one-year. And they contract. have to decide to offer him. Yeah, uh, there's lots of options where you know that's the last time we see him in a Jazz uniform. Brian goes on to say his toughness, his trash talking, getting in other players' heads, knocking down big threes, the headband game, and the Joe Ingles show. He's got a list. Checking it twice. Yeah, that that covers it. That's a good. Uh summary of what he's done and you know and i don't even think that it's uh complete even though he listed he listed a lot things. of stuff yeah. there's still other things to list yeah I victor think... went to great radio personality oh sure yeah i mean and i think it's beyond that the point of that is the connection the fans are clamoring for a connection our guy and in today's world these guys are isolated secluded and i've had uh this was several years back when I worked for the Watchdog. The season ticket holders would uh, they they would talk to me and they'd say, you know, in the early days, you could uh, have interaction with these guys. And as it grew and got bigger and bigger, you had less and less to the point of virtually none, except for the time you see them out on the fo- floor, floor uh, during the ball games. And you know that's pretty much it. And it used to be like they'd have dinners and whatnot. Well, Joe was able to make that connection to the fan base. He put himself out there that is rare. Stars, do they do that? Uh, no, not, not so much. You know, Darren Williams seemed to always be pissed all the time. <laughs> Hayward had a uh, foot and a half out the door as soon as he became a starter. That, that's a fact. I mean, they just didn't want to hear it, and we got in trouble for saying it, but it was the truth. You know, you never, you should never run from the truth, but they didn't want to hear it. And so that wasn't much of a connection there. Uh, and O'Kerr would have made it, but, you know, he, he had a, a little bit of an English issue. Uh, but he was a very warm and open person, and he had no problem. He still is. Uh, and where Joe is all of that. And he put his life out there. And then once the autism thing in came with his son, I think Jacob is his name. Uh, you know, he was out there in the community, his wife and these two people from thousands of miles away uh, opened their doors, metaphorically speaking, to the community and the community rallied. I mean, you look at her social media and she's out there with uh, wishing the governor's wife a happy birthday and all that stuff. I mean, they obviously have a relationship and it's really cool in that way because you don't see it that much. And so I think that beyond the court of what he did, just the connection that he made and is making with the fan base is something that the fans just eat up. Plus, his name is Joe, and you can make the average Joe. It's a success story. He's one of us. I wrote about this. They'll post it this morning here. And he's one of us. He just he has a job that's on television, and he's paid millions of dollars. But other than that, which is huge, I get it, He's he's... Average Joe walking down a street. You know, what I wouldn't give right now for him to tweet out his little coffee emojis. Because that would mean life was normal. And it's not for him right now. And it's sad. It would have been sad if he goes out the the way we'd all love to see it. With a championship? No, I'm talking (laughs) about individually. He retires. Mm -hmm. If it were up to me... The statue would be 25, and Jerry Sloan would be screaming, 
four down or something. You know what I mean? Or <laughs> yeah. four up, whatever yeah. it was. I mean, that was a golden era, and I would have loved to have seen it continue, but it doesn't. It's the reality of the world in which we live. It's always going to go on. You know, nobody gets out of here alive. In terms of uh, Earth, uh, or, yeah, I mean, it's just it's just a fact. Then nobody plays forever. You know what I mean? I do, I do. And so you combine all that. You can look at the the, the three pointers and the assists and the the headband and all. But he's the unique individual that it goes so far beyond that, and it hardly does for anybody that it goes beyond that. You you don't see that as much. You, know, you you get it a little bit more depending on if they want. Like Conley's wife is very active on social media, and she puts her life out there. Ironically, I don't know if ironic's the word, but uh, Robin Hayward, she's tweeting them. You know, they got the kids, and their kids are so much. They're so special, and they're the greatest kids. And every parent goes through that, and then hopefully, uh, as they get older, you can continue. Some some can't. You know, little kids, little problems. Big kids, big problems. Uh, depends on what the situation is. So you can see a little bit of their lives that I like your word, ironically. Because she put the photo out there of the kids in the Celtic gear and then they'll go to Boston. That was ironic. Yeah. For better or worse. And that's really, social media is the best form, the most likely form of building that connection now. Because you don't see guys around town. You're not as likely to run into them when they're out eating. You're not as likely to run into them on a golf course. Well, why not? Well, they eat two meals a day at the facility now. I mean, they don't they don't get lunch at the Judge Cafe like Carl did. Everybody knew if they wanted to see Carl, go hang out at the Judge Cafe while he gets lunch because he gets lunch there every day. He's a young player on the rise in that area. You talk about with the season ticket holders. Do you think that that would change? Do I think that would change? Yeah, you think if he was playing today, he wouldn't do that. No, if he's playing today, he'd be eating two meals in the facility. I mean, once they build a facility like that and provided those meals yeah, and the chef know. is there. I think it's a different time. It is a different time. Yeah, he was so different than everybody else. I could still see him doing that. But he, some people love the give and take. Yeah, and Joe did. And some, some, That's, some don't. And he embraced it. And sure, coming on each week, it was, it was another form of connection. Just the fact that he did it. I mean, he could have come on there and said, hey, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> but the fact that he did it was something yeah. that uh, really excited the fan base. And I would imagine that the management must love it. I've never really talked to anybody about it. But there's a connection there. As much as you can make a connection, the better off you're going to be. People want to warm up to you. They want you to be their hero. That's true. Instead of largely anonymous. Yeah. Right. I mean, when you look at it this year, I mean, there's a, for whatever reason, there's a huge tail off over the last two seasons. Then if we just go by numbers, I mean, you can look at them. They're there. Yes. So I don't know that his production is necessarily going to be hard to replace because his production wasn't near as good as it was last year or the year before. Especially the shooting. Everything. Statistics are they're just down. So I don't necessarily fret about production. But I think as a sort of a, a spiritual leader, and not in a religious sense, but just as somebody who can keep somebody loose and be a bud, and you know Joe's always going to support you. I think he's the ultimate teammate. He's as good a teammate 
uh, as they're going to have. Now, you know, sometimes his his biting sarcasm rubs people wrong, uh, but we all have our faults. Uh, and I think in the end, he would support you. Uh, you know, from when we've heard things, obviously, uh, and they're together all the time, so guys are going to get on each other's nerves. We get that. That's just the reality of the situation. You know, think back to the first time you went away to college. I mean, it was going to be, if you were fortunate or not fortunate enough, you chose to do that and wanted to do that and could do that. It was inevitable your roommate was going to get on your nerves. And <laughs> you were going to get on his, his or her nerves. I mean, it's just the way it is. Two anonymous people thrown together yeah. in a 15 by 15 room. Yeah. So those things happen. And interestingly, my wife has a friend that she didn't know and got together at college, and they're still friends all these years later. And then I have one, you know him, mm-hmm. uh, who texted me yesterday, man, really sorry to hear about Ingles. I know he's your guy. Yeah. And we were just randomly, 100% randomly paired up. We didn't, with my wife, it was, well, she had, they had mutual friends. So that's how they got together in an apartment. The, me, it was a dorm, dorm room, and it was 100% random. Nobody knew from the, hey, how's it going? Good. We're going to be roommates, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all righty then. And here we are all these years later, yeah. still uh, as recently as yesterday, texting me because he's a big sports fan. Obviously, that's why we hit it off. You know what I mean? We probably weren't going to hit it off if he was uh, into the arts. Nothing against the arts, but I'm not into the arts. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to a show tonight. You want to go? No. no. I'm going to a basketball game tonight. <laughs> yeah, well, in those days, I'm going to play intramural basketball. Mm-hmm. Uh, played it a ton at the time. And, uh, so, Did you play in the Dome? Or they had some other courts you played on? Both. Nice. They had, pro- I think they had three. Okay. Uh, they had a field house. I was speaking of NAU. They had a field house. They had uh, another gym where they would play women's games. And then the dome was open. And, you know, depending on the time of year, not, you know, had to wait till football season was over. Uh, yeah, they put that because they played their games there in the dome. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I did play in the dome. They've had, they had multiple uh, hardwood floors laid out in the dome. So, yes, I did. I played intramurals there too. So there's three different places. And then you'd pay pick up football outside you're always doing something right uh softball will catch whatever you name it we had a good time uh so with all that stuff in mind yeah and he did was texting me yesterday voicing his concern and that that shows you the kind of connection that Ingles has made and getting good for him man good for him i hope obviously that he still is in a jazz uniform i think we all do but if it ends, if it ends this way, it's sad in a sense, but it was always going to be sad. But at the same time, he can hold his head up knowing that he was a jazz man and he gave them everything he had. And the fan base basically gave itself, collectively speaking, everything it had back to Joe. And that's pretty cool. Jeffrey says, I don't think this is the end of Joe's career, but if it is... I can see him in an organizational role moving forward with the Jazz, coaching, or in the scouting department. And there's a whole list of, of people here. Put him on the TV broadcasts, put him on the bench as a coach. Lots of people had that. We brought this up with him on the radio multiple times. He's out of here. And every single time, he's like, 
And after the NBA, I'm going back to Australia. And after the NBA, I'm going back to Australia. Well, he should, at least for the time being. And he hasn't been there in many years. That's his home. He's got little kids. Turned pro at 17, played a couple years there, and then took off and played internationally. He was in Spain. Yeah. He was in I think Israel. Israel. Is that first? Obviously in the United States. I think he said he's got an older jazz. sister, and she went with him, I think, is the so, story. Yes. Uh, to, to have a... You know, to have some family like member and have, a, have some support. I mean, he was a teenager. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. And now I, he's got... I, I get that. He's got kids, so what about aunts, uncles, grandparents, extended family? We, we would all want that. Yeah. That's one of the great, um, I don't know, regrets is not the right word, but issues that Disappointments. I, I never had my kids living in the same community as their grandparents. And my wife has a brother who has two kids that literally were born the same year, and they lived in Michigan. Mm-hmm. And we got together a couple times at funerals, and then occasionally, like so rare. And that in this community of all communities, you ought to understand that you have five kids, and they all have uh, two of the sisters are pregnant at the same time, and you just spend so much time together. Uh, virtually all holidays, everything is inward with the family. Family is such a big deal here. I'm not mocking it. I'm just explaining the way it is. Multiple co-workers yeah. have had uh, extended family Sunday dinners every week, which is what, what they do, which is what yeah, my dad had as a kid growing up. And when I was a kid, I got to grow up around all four grandparents and my kids didn't get that. So... Same thing. Disappointment. Some of that maybe can be controlled. Some can't. Um, my well, mom just didn't live long enough. I so, had to go where the yeah. job was. Right. Yeah. Go where the job is, and then you're in the next time zone. And it was great. My, my in-laws moved here. So the kids did get some of their childhood with the grandparents in town. Yeah, but it's not the same no. day-to-day. Nope. A recital, a piano thing, uh a little league game, whatever it might be. We know what the story is. So Joe, of course, he wants his kids to experience that. So I wish him well. And uh, he wants to go back. He doesn't need it. But if he did, I'd help him back because he he deserves that right, especially because he's been gone for so long. He's literally been gone half of his life now. Yeah. Has not been spent as a full-time resident. In his own, well, I think nineteen years in Australia, his own fi- city, his own country. Ab- yeah, nineteen years in Australia and then fifteen abroad. I think he was nineteen when he went, when he left the the NBL. Yeah, that's a that's a long time. So that's probably not going to happen. We've got a lot of people here. Uh, shout out to the headband. There are so many people mentioning the headband because that was funny for all the winning and all the losing. It, the the goofy stuff sticks with people. Yeah, I don't even remember the game. I just remember the headband. Rob says his number should be hanging in the rafters because of his three-point shooting and loyalty to the team alone. I probably would disagree with that. Part of the connection with the team, he's a free agent, and he he drops a line, something along the lines of, I don't need to go on a tour. I'll meet with him first. The offer was great. I'm here. I think that's the the reality of it, especially because it was in... Uh, confluence is that the right word? With it was in uh, the wake, Hay- it was in the wake of Hayward. Well, it was at the same time, basically. It was literally the same time. 
and one guy who chased stars, and, and he's going to be rich beyond belief anyway, and it didn't matter. It didn't work out. And the other guy, uh, just, that really, the Hayward thing really bugged me. To, he should have told Mrs. Miller, uh, we can do it over the phone. I don't need you to come to my place high in the hills above San Diego to try to sell me. That uh, seems so degrading. <laughs> come beg, and I'm not yeah, going yeah. back. Now anyway. the GMs and whatnot, <laughs> you can do but that. Not to a them? woman of such uh, distinguishment, some stature. Stature's good. It word. just seemed. <laughs> I don't think he should have done it to the GM, and, and I yeah, think he was I, surprised I, his I teammates. I can live with that. That he was surprised his <laughs> teammates showed up. It's like why make them all come begging? You don't want to go there. You want to go to Boston. Why the dog and pony show on the first, second, and third? Yeah, but not especially her. The though. first, not governmentally, but the first lady of the state. Yeah, <laughs> just seems. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just seemed wrong, man. It just seemed wrong to have to do that when you knew what you wanted in your heart. And so, and Joe, wow, you're going to give me fifteen million dollars, whatever it was, whatever the average thing out played out. Okay, <laughs> see, that's us. I'm in. Who wouldn't do that? All of us. Okay, this is awesome. You met with the Jazz and they offered you fifty million bucks. Would you just sign on the dotted line and call everybody else and say, "I'm signing with the Jazz." Yeah, everyone. Would, everyone playing church ball thinks they would. Everybody in a rec league thinks I they would. I would get do on that. a plane and go to your house. <laughs> I'll, I'll be right over. <laughs> Don't move. <laughs> Seriously, one of our bosses called. Said, "Hey, I got a fifty million dollar contract. I'll be right there." <laughs> Don't move. Don't change your mind. Don't move. Don't do anything. Just sit right there at the desk, and I will haul over there. <laughs> <laughs> Another form of connection with Joe. Yeah. That's what I would have done. Really, really. And that's essentially what he did. And plus, you got the rags to riches story. I'm going to give the NBA one more shot. One more shot, and I'm 27. 27 is ancient. It's like, like uh, you hear of people, they break into business later in life. Like You, know, you, you end up with a, 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 a top hit at uh, 47. In, in music, and you haven't had any. You know what I mean? It, it just it never happens. And, and it happened with him. One last shot, and he made it. Yeah, Tom Brady is officially <laughs> retired. I can see it right here. Uh, he made his announcement. He announced it on Instagram. Uh, so the process is over. And those ESPN people, whoo. <laughs> <laughs> so, and good for him. I mean, it's gonna, and they're going to, they're going to, same thing. It's the sa- same type of. Thing in a much larger scale, obviously. But don't you feel a little sad? Right. Because you'd like to watch him for another year. Yeah, he's beyond an NFL quarterback. I mean, he's the ultimate winner in the NFL. And so, yeah. And so, you're going to be sad. I mean, it's it just marks the passage of time when these things happen. You know what I mean? Doesn't it? How many NFL players are left who were playing before we were doing a show together. Maybe some kicker. That's what I was going to say. I have to check the kickers. Yeah. Uh, but Brady. <laughs> and there you go. Let's see. Nick Folk has been out there a good long while, but yeah, I think he he was at – I saw him kick the game-winning kick in 06 against uh, – I was right under the goalpost. He was at Arizona. It was like a 49-yarder. 
This time ran out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One a low-scoring game. One of their two losses. Kicked Arizona past BYU. Yeah, I think they started. In fact, I think that, no, I think that was the first loss, and then the second loss was Boston College, and then they didn't lose again the rest of the season. And I believe it goes down as one one of BYU's best teams. You can argue amongst yourselves this or that, but that team was awesome in 06. Win a TV and cheer on the Utah athletes in Beijing starting this weekend. Caller 12 will be entered to win a brand new big screen TV to be given away this Friday during Unrivaled. Be sure to listen all week for your chance to qualify and win. We're taking Caller 12 right now, 855-340-ZONE. 855-340-ZONE. When we come back, question of the day, part two. It's the anniversary. We'll look back. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 at 1280 The Zone. This is Hanson Scotty. Let's do it. Jordan Schultz. I think Broncos have a real shot to go ahead and get Aaron Rodgers and potentially Adams as well. They have $40 million in cap. They have an opportunity with a roster that, you know, is, is pretty good across the board. And I was told that they'd be willing to potentially give up one of those young receivers. Maybe, maybe it's Jerry Judy. I know they already paid Sutton. But they have some pieces there. And with that cap, if they go ahead and get discount double check, you know, there's no reason, even in that division, why Denver wouldn't be able to you know, be a, a real contender moving forward. What kind of a show is this? Catch Hans Olsen and Scotty G every day from noon to 3 on 97.5, 1280 The Zone. Powered by kslsports.com. Day is coming soon. Jimmy's Flowers can create something for you or get one of their ready-to-go arrangements for any budget. Jimmy's Flowers with stores in Bountiful, Layton, or Ogden, or online at jimmysflowers.com. Make sure you order early. That's Jimmy's Flowers. If you missed it, Tom Brady, Instagram makes it official. He is retiring. All done after 22 years. Question of the day, part two. Today is February 1st. It's the one-month anniversary of the Rose Bowl. What memory will you take away? Yeah, I put that out there. I figured we could do it 12 times this year. (laughs) It's the (laughs) two-month anniversary. It's the three-month anniversary. Wyatt says, be quiet. It still hurts. LOL. Great. No. Great season. No, 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 no. It does not hurt. he, He followed with an LOL. He's, oh, he's mocking oh, okay. himself. Yeah, yeah, That's the one loss that doesn't hurt. <laughs> no team has ever gotten more credit for a loss than the Utes got for that loss. Maybe there's some loss out there where the team got as much credit. And I have no problem with it. Because? Oh, there's a million reasons. It's n- There wasn't a lot at stake. It's not like when the Ute basketball team lost to Kentucky in the National Championship game. I mean, the Final Four... I was there the whole week, and it was probably collectively the most fun I'd ever had uh, because it was so long. Fiesta Bowl was pretty long, too, and that was a lot of fun uh, with with Ute fans running around in San Antonio with the Riverwalk and all that stuff. But you lost a shot to finish number one. You really you lost the Rose Bowl. But that's it. 
You know, it's no, there's no beyond that. That was your chance to finish four or five or six or whatever. And who really remembers? You know, if you would have won the national title, that's one thing. And just your first time going there and the fact that everybody had such a outstanding experience leading up to it, the parade, I was there, and there was tons of Ute fans, and then so many folks, because the parade is the you know, first sunup, basically, uh, and you're out in Pasadena, you're not going to go anywhere except hang around. So we're, we're all <laughs> that was that was a long time to trek back to Long Beach or whatever. Right, right. I mean, it's just not going to work. You know what I mean? So everybody is there. Many people walked over. It's a you know, forty-five minute walk, depending on your pace, and you're hanging out. And the Rose Bowl has several open fields. It has the golf course, but on the south side of it, it's huge open fields there. And so there's all sorts of room to just hang out. And they were there by the thousands. People were hanging out. I mean, I, a lot of people call out my initials uh, there. You saw them everywhere. And then the game was incredible. You know, they made a play. And you were beleaguered in the secondary at that point. Eh, okay, they won by a field goal. just didn't seem like the loss in this case obscured the, the fun that everybody had. And there was a lot of fun to be had. Your team was in the Rose Bowl. There's something cool about that. You didn't win the game. That that would have been the the proverbial icing, uh, but still, you ate the cake, <laughs> <laughs> and it was a pretty nice cake. You know, it was maybe a little more frosting. Uh, and so many people had so much fun. And then that night after the game, I drove back to Victorville to get a head start. I stayed at the Marriott there. And you weren't the only one who drove oh, back I to Victorville to get a head start. Two hundred people talking to me in uh, on, on the on the elevator in the lobby in the parking lot. Yeah, so there was so many people. It was way cool and all that stuff. So I don't think the loss the loss didn't spoil it. It would have made it better if you had won, but I don't think the loss spoiled it. I think that's a fair assessment. I'm a guy who's a win and lose kind of guy. What's the result? Uh, but in this case. I think it's the exception. It's not like, oh, well, you went to the Pac-12 title game. That's really cool. No, that didn't fly. Both times you went and lost. That didn't fly. This is different. Maybe if you go again, and maybe they got a decent chance to go next year. Who knows how it will play out. But if you go again, maybe you'll think differently. And maybe you would have thought differently if it wouldn't have been, if it would have been anybody but Ohio State. Would have felt different if it was Iowa. But Ohio State yeah. has been built up so much yeah, yeah, yeah. over the decades, and then so much since the playoff started on top of that. Yes. And boy, that quarterback. However, quarterback however old really you are, good. you've been watching Ohio State your whole life. Mm-hmm. Some of my earliest memories of the Rose Bowl, it was Ohio State, it was Ohio State, and it was Ohio State again. They went four years in a row when I was a little kid. Yes, and they've I mean, never really fallen that far for that long. Once or twice for a little blip here and there. Mark says, memories? A quarterback from Little Milford, Utah, throwing a TD pass on the Rose Bowl's big stage. That's Either right. that or Britton Covey's kick return for a touchdown. And it's not just the kick return. It's when he got across midfield, break away. That's what I love. It's like he turned around. 
Like the jockey on Secretariat. Okay, where are these dudes? Oh, I'm going to kick it into higher gear. And he did. And he did. You know, he's always been able to Reno Mahe it. And you're going left and you See, cut right. And, and go but back I think that's blah, blah, blah. The, the cool thing about that kick return is it had both. The but he's first, always been able to do that. I've never seen him have breakaway still, speed like that. I know, that. but it's still cool to do it on the biggest stage and to bounce around and then yeah, shift I, gears. I, I don't know that it's the biggest stage. Turn on the afterburners. It is. That was an NFL rehearsal. Audition is probably a better word. And that got people, that got their attention. An Eastern Conference scout. Oh, sorry, that's a different story. It said they were able to pull away with a bunch of Ohio State guys who are fast. And yeah, if you want to throw in race, but we don't like to do that. We don't acknowledge that. Uh, he was able to pull away. I mean, we heard it with Cooper Cup here uh, about him. And, you know, if he was black, we'd go nuts. Uh, but he's a, we should be going nuts anyway, and that's uh, Clark was making that point on uh, what's his name is Ryan Clark, uh, ESPN guy. Is yeah, that his name. Yep. Yeah, he was talking about that the other day. Uh, so, just I love the way he just turned it on and ran away from them. That was big time sweet. And a couple things that I remember about the game with him was he scored the first touchdown. I remember thinking at the time, man, he's got that signature punt return against Oregon at the half. And now he scored a Rose Bowl touchdown. He's done it all. To think he was going to do one more thing in that game, and that kick return tops the Oregon punt return, and that kick return tops his first Rose Bowl touchdown. And watching on TV, and you're at the game, so it's a little different, although you've certainly seen the TV, they have the angles, they show the replays of it, all the Ute fans in that end zone, especially that corner of the end zone. That's where as, the band was. As he's running to them, they are just going nuts. Yeah. And they are just out of their minds. Yeah, the band was right over there, too. So, and that was their side of the field. Yeah, it was, that's the one thing I'm going to take. The littlest dude on the field doing all that. I actually thought the punt return that he has a freshman against SC was better than the Oregon one. They just set up a wall in Oregon, and he just ran down the sideline. But his signature ability is his ability to dash and cut while maintaining balance. It's just incredible that you can do that without falling, without slowing down. That's just amazing to me. And you know, one of the one of the things that kept him healthy this year is that it was hard to get a clean shot. If you get a clean shot at him like he did against yeah. Washington yeah. and that, what, what you You're bigger, that? he's smaller. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, that's going to hurt. So he can't afford to have these guys because literally everyone is bigger than him. Literally everyone. <laughs> I mean, that's not yeah. an exaggeration. The kicker's bigger than him. He's the size of our producer who just said, let's go to the break right now. <laughs> that's not true. <laughs> How tall are you, Megan? Five foot. Five. Oh, he's got a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, DJ PK coming up. Ken Pomeroy, KenPom.com. NCAA basketball, what kind of shot do the Cougars have at a 6 seed, an 8 seed, a 10 seed? What kind of damage have they done to themselves the last week? Where are they going from here? We will talk with him coming up. And how do the Big 12 and the Pac-12 stack up? Ken Pomeroy, KenPom.com. 
next on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. We're giving away jazz tickets at 8.30 to see the Jazz and the Warriors. Stick around for that right here on The Zone Sports Network.